the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God rewards on the basis of labor, workmanship, quality of workmanship, quality of materials, not the perceived measure in terms of size or whatever it might be of success or results. Well, our study today is called Passing Inspection. And there is an inspection the Apostle Paul lays out for us here in the book of 1 Corinthians. But along with that inspection, what we are also seeing are the rewards that God is faithful to give us because he delights in it. Welcome to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely, who takes us back to 1 Corinthians today. Again, our message is called Passing Inspection. As we begin, we begin with point number five in our look at what it is that makes a successful church. Here's Pastor Layton. Now, the fifth element of a healthy church is that it's built with quality workmanship and materials. Verse 12, anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials, gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, or straw. But on judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. If the work survives, that builder will receive a reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. Now, when I read this, I am reminded of the creation story. You know, the creation story tells about how God created the the sun and the moon and the earth and the stars and everything, and it describes it in one very short chapter. That means that every word in that chapter is really, really important. And what we find is there are certain words that are repeated, and when words are repeated, that means that they're really, really, really important. And what we find is that at the end of every day of creation, God stepped back, looked at his work, and said, it is good. Now, what does that tell us? It tells us a couple of things. First one, it tells us that God evaluates his own work. Secondly, he takes pride in his work. Thirdly, he wants quality work. He said, I did a good job. This is good. And at the end of the project, he said, it is very good. Now, I suspect that if he couldn't say it is good, he probably would have kept working until he could say it is good good. It is very good. And we as Christians, as children of our Heavenly Father, should follow our Heavenly Father's example. And we should look at our work. We should evaluate our work. We should be able to say, it is good. I did a good job. Christians should have a reputation for providing the very highest quality workmanship that's available any place. Now, when we build the kingdom, we minister. We, we, when we build our lives, we should never use cheap shortcuts. We should always use only the very best in materials and workmanship. 
If we're preaching, then we need to prepare as best we can, uh, present as best we can, and always be looking for ways to improve our communications skills. If we're Sunday school teachers, we should never just slop things together just before the class just to fill the time. If we're ushers, we should always serve with all of our hearts, our congregation. And if we're coming with our tithes and our offerings, we shouldn't come with the leftovers. We should give God the very, very best. You see, someday our work is going to be judged. It's going to be tested. That's what the word fire indicates there. It's a reference to testing. We're going to be tested for quality. Now, we're building right now a youth center out here, and and at the end of that building project, the inspector's going to come out, and he's going to look it over, and he's either going to sign off that it's okay for us to use or it's not going to be okay for us to use. And if that's the case, then we've got an enormous waste. And when you get to the end of your life, you're going to stand before a building inspector, Jesus Christ. And he's going to either say pass or fail. says, if we've done slipshod workmanship, then we're going to suffer great loss. We will be saved. That is, we're not going to lose our salvation, but we'll be saved as though there was... There's nothing to be saved from our lives. Uh, when someone is escaping through a wall of flames, think about it, picture that in your mind. They are not dragging behind their high-definition television. They are not dragging behind their wall safe. They are trying to escape with their lives, and the only thing that they have is the clothes on their back, and in all likelihood, those clothes are going to be singed, and even they are going to be of little value. And instead of uh, some of us laying up treasure in heaven, some of us may enter heaven with only the clothes on our back. But if our work survives the test, then we will receive a reward. Now, Jesus often spoke of rewards in the Scripture in reference to our work for God. For instance, in one place, uh, in Matthew 25, he speaks of the parable of the talents. Jesus said again, The kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. And then he left on his trip. And the story continues, telling us that the first two servants took what had been given to them, and each, through investment and and work, doubled their portion. But the last servant did no work. What he did is he took his and he buried it in the ground. Why would he bury it in the ground? Because at that time, they didn't have safe deposit boxes. And so if you had some treasure, you would bury it someplace where nobody would dig it up, and that was your bank. And that's what he did. He just buried the stuff that he had been given. And when the master returned, the first two servants were commended and they were rewarded, but the master reprimanded the third servant, calling him wicked and lazy, and commanding him to be cast into the outer darkness in a place where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So even laziness will receive reward, but it's not the kind of reward any one of us would want to receive. Now, it's very interesting that the reward for the servants... Uh, that were given five bags and two bags, when you look at it, at, at it in the original language, the original Greek, the, the reward is identical in verses 21 and 23 in the original Greek. So what does that mean? Well, it means that God rewards on the basis of labor, workmanship, 
quality of workmanship, quality of materials, not the perceived measure in terms of size or whatever it might be of success or results. There might be a missionary who works faithfully in a place for 40 years and has very few converts to show for all of their effort. There might be somebody else who goes to a place who's only there for a few months and and people come out by the hundreds. You know, Jeremiah was a very dedicated prophet of the Lord, and yet he saw very little fruit for his ministry. For years, he did it, and he was ridiculed, and he was persecuted, and he was rejected along with his message. And yet, by contrast, Jonah, who was petty and he was unwilling, only preached for 40 days in the city of Nineveh, and that entire city, which is one of the largest cities in the world at that time, was turned around. You know, our usefulness, our effectiveness is purely by God's design and God's grace. Now, I told you that Jesus spoke often of rewards. Let me give you another example. It's found in the Sermon on the Mount. Sermon on the Mount is covered in Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. In chapter 6, Jesus says, Do not do your good deeds publicly, for you will lose the reward from your Father in heaven. Give your gifts in private, and your Father who sees everything will reward you. So Jesus talks about rewards. He says, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites that try to bring attention to themselves, how spiritual they are. Rather, go away by yourself, pray to your Father in private, then your Father who sees everything will reward you. There's that word again. And then Jesus says, and when you fast, don't make it obvious, as the hypocrites do. But when you fast, wash your face and comb your hair. In other words, look as normal and presentable as you can so that no one even knows that you're fasting. And then your Father, who knows what you do in private, will reward you. There's that word again. Jesus taught continuously about us being rewarded for our individual merit. And then Jesus says, don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat and rust destroys and where thieves break in and steal. Rather, store up your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves cannot break in and steal. For wherever your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So Jesus spoke often of rewards and laying up your treasure in heaven. So in light of this passage that we've looked at today, let me ask you this question. If something were to happen to you this afternoon, and you were to all of a sudden go from this world to standing before Jesus in judgment, and he was to do an inspection on you, and your ministry, and your life, how do you think it would go for you? Have you designed your life well? How's the quality of the materials and workmanship that you have put into your ministries, into your business or work, into your relationships, into your marriage and family, into your finances, into your spiritual investments? Have you been investing in this world? Because it's a really bad investment. This world is passing away really, really quick. Or are you laying up treasure in heaven where you don't have to worry about rust and moths and thieves? So if you were to stand before God, before Jesus today, and he was to do an inspection on you, 
how would you do? Lord, we are thankful for your word. Because even though it's sometimes confrontational, sometimes very confrontational, it keeps us on track to know what we need to do and where we need to go and who we need to be and what's truly valuable and what truly matters. And so, Lord, we thank you for this passage that you have provided for us as well as that church in Corinth so many centuries ago. Lord, help us to be the kind of people that you have called us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Friend, you have been listening to Study Verse by Verse here today as Pastor Leighton Sheely has us once again in 1 Corinthians. Today's message is called Passing Inspection. It's our prayer that as you take the time to join us to study God's Word, you find yourself passing inspection. Questions, comments about the program, reach out to us at highlands.us. That's highlands.us. We're more than happy to answer any questions you might have. Again, highlands.us. Tomorrow, our study in 1 Corinthians continues here on Study Verse by Verse. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.